Blog Talk Radio. Hello, I apologize, we're just experiencing technical difficulties. I'm just trying to get all the girls on the line with us uh, so we can talk about beating the runt. And we are, it looks like I do have two people waiting to go live. So I'm just trying to get them connected so that we can start our show as um, we have been doing. And this is Corinne. Um, and we are Corinne, also known as Steam. And for some reason, I'm not sure why everyone isn't um, isn't on there. Maybe my internet connection. Um, so I'm just trying to get everyone on so that we can go ahead and start. Um, and I think it is my my internet at this point while we're not live. But just bear with us. Um, Again, today we're going to be talking about um, beating the rut and how to get up and get started. Um, And for those who uh, previously have been listening to us, um, we are a business that's geared towards women, and we talk about issues um, that are um, to concern of women, such as as those that are trying to start a business, um, and just everyday issues that we may be dealing with. Um, so just give me one moment, and it looks like we'll be able to get everyone on the line so that we can um, start talking about the issue. So it sounds like, is everyone on the line now? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's great. I'm, I'm sorry. Great. Hi. Is you there? Hello, everyone. Hello. Hi. Hey, Tawanda. Kay, is Kay there? It's me. Hey, I, I'm right here. Okay, great. I'm sorry about that. It looked like I was having a little technical difficulties, and I had called into the wrong line initially. <laughs> it Okay, great. So, okay, um, I know that you, this is your topic, be in the rut, and you can go ahead. Um, I apologize about that. So, how are you guys doing tonight? I'm good. Is Kat on the line also? Yes, Kat is over here. Hi. Hi, Kat. Hi. This day has been so long, and I'm like... You guys want to know something funny? I'm also barbecuing for like my my girlfriends that have babies and that are moms, and so like I had to step out. I'm like I have a podcast to do, so yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Rain or shine. I don't know. I just love I just love a cookout. <laughs> In the car, I'm oh, like, I'm I never misses for anything. Hey, likewise. I'm so excited. Yeah. Awesome. All right, so tonight I wanted us to talk about um, beating the rut and how to get started. So I'm pretty sure that everybody's had that moment where you're sort of just stuck. Um, you can't seem to get yourself motivated, whether you're low energy or tired. Um, I just want to ask each one of you, like, have you ever had a moment where you were just stuck in a serious rut and you could not for the life of you get out of it? Um, describe what that was like and what did you do. And to Wanda, you want to go ahead and start? Hi, 
Let's see. Uh, then Rob, Tony Robbins. There you go. That's Tony Robbins is another good one. Um, so I try to listen to a lot of positive people and bring positive influences in to like push out the negativity because sometimes we have to pull negativity or pull um, positivity in to push the negativity out. Like, have you guys had those moments mm-hmm. where, where your energy just went low and it might've been an outside circumstance? Like, t- like tell us a little bit about that. Like what caused your energy to just sort of deplete itself and you started feeling really awful and then, you know, how did you get yourself out of it? Corinne, you want to go? Oh, sure. Um, I guess with me, um, it might have been like a, a situation where um, maybe I wasn't necessarily like eating right or I just was having like a, a bad week and I let that get me down in the rut. Um, and I just maybe just had to, like, take a few days off and just analyze, like, what I was doing and maybe why I was feeling a bit down or a bit depressed for, during that time and just really had to, like, take a, a day or, you know, a day or two off just to regain my focus and just to get back on track. Tawanda? Mm-hmm. I think she's kind of busy, but I can go next. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Kat. Yeah, so, like, my thing is, is, like, don't get me wrong. Like, like going back to what I said earlier, we have a tendency of letting our day go bad. For example, like, we find out some worse news or, like, something that really bothers us because at the end of the day, we are women. We are human, like everyone else. But I realize when I, like, whenever I'm in that situation, I always make sure that, like, I look back to, like, where I was at, and I'm, like, I need to think long-term, and, like, whatever is going on, like, at this moment, I shouldn't let it affect me, and so, like, for me, I always try and look forward, and I, I try and look for the positivity as much, because sometimes when you have negativity going in your mind, or, like, people are, people that are like bothering you with all these negative stuff um it can ruin your day but at the same time I try and block out like all the negativity because our like how people may see us they may see us like oh my gosh look at this girl like she's so negative like why is she like this so instead I try and put on a mask on just a temporary mask so people know that like oh my gosh let's go see happen let's see, like, she's happy, I she makes me feel good, I like being around her, and so, like, I tend, I tend to think about, like, other people in the end, you know, and so it's very mm-hmm. important to, um, what, I can't even think about the word, but it's very important to, like, just be positive, because even though you might be in a rut, somebody could be in a, I don't, there's no such thing as this word, but they can be in a ruddier place than you are, and so the least you can do is try and brighten someone's day better, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Do you see She might still be busy. Okay. Yeah, or so let's... Yeah. Go ahead. No, it's okay. We can keep moving forward, but yeah. Yeah, she's still moving on. She might just have stepped away for a moment. Okay. I know it's okay, but, but yeah, I can just keep going on. She's secretly um, cheering us on. I know that. <laughs> so, okay. So have you had moments where um, you've had a goal and um, you feel like, like you're working on it, but it's not moving. Like you're working towards it, but it's not progressing, crawling forward. Have you guys ever experienced that? Yeah, this is this yeah, is trend. Yeah, I I definitely have um felt that way, especially when I first started um like revamping my business. Like once I started to revamp it, I was like, you know, in the midst of trying to do revamping while still trying to run my business and I just felt like maybe while I was revamping 
um, the business that maybe things wasn't moving as fast as I wanted it to. Um, and it was like mm-hmm. times I got sidetracked because I was trying to do too much at one time. And, you know, I had to like step back and think about it like, okay, every, everything's not going to be done right away the way that you want it. Um, but it's, as long as you're doing something a little by little and you're moving towards that goal in a, in a forward direction, it may just take a little bit longer than what you anticipate. Because I know sometimes we may feel like we're in a rut, but it's just that, you know, things are just not moving and progressing as fast as we pictured it in our minds. That's a good point. What about you, Kat? Can you repeat that again? Sorry. Like, um, the service is really bad. I said, um, have you um, felt like you were working on, you know, working towards a goal, but it wasn't moving forward the way you wanted to? It was sort of crawling, like moving extremely slowly. Oh, of course, 110%. I have had my moments where I felt like I was doing more than I should have been doing. Like, there were times, like, I would spend hours on day, like, on my computer, like, on a project, and then I would literally, like, ignore all my friends, my family, my loved ones. I would throw off my day just to work on this thing, and then, like, there would be weeks that nothing has changed or anything, but so, like, I would, I would, like, cause myself to quit but but at the same time like like I would always rethink and be like oh my gosh like we all have failures which is true for a lot of entrepreneurs we have our tendency to like deal with failures and first it's very hard but at the same time you also have to accept that we're not perfect and so sometimes like when I'm in that situation I try and be positive as much as I can even though like it's difficult so like, my thing is, is, like, I'll just keep moving and moving and moving until I see something. But, obviously, there has to be, like, a formula change or I need to adjust myself to, like, something different in order for something to work. And so, like, sometimes you just have to deal with a lot of trial and error. But, yeah, like, mm-hmm. we're human for this. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um. So okay, so here's another situation. Say, um, mm-hmm. say you say you set some goals for yourself and you've succeeded on a couple of them, but you still have more. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it's like chaos breaks out, and you feel like there are just so many obstacles trying to stop mm-hmm. you from completing all of your goals. Like that's happened to me in a situation where um, I had completed a major goal, a major life goal. Um, and I wanted to get on to the next step. I wanted to um, move and start on a, a different goal. And my whole plan was totally uprooted because I was in a car crash and I couldn't go anywhere. And I lost every penny I had that I was saving to move. So have you ever had an experience like that, that like where you have this goal and you completed, but now you're on to the next one and all of a sudden, bam, chaos breaks out. <laughs> Yeah, I, I had a well, situation like that. Oh, go ahead, Kat. No, 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 go ahead. I just shared, but go on. <laughs> I just had a light bulb in my head, but go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I had that happen to me before. Um, when my mother passed in 2015, and I before she passed, I had, you know, these plans of doing um, some changes with my business. And when that happened, I basically had to... You know, I was dealing with depression, after, obviously, after that happened. And um, I had recently moved, so then I had to move again. So it was like I had two moves within two months. And it was just like mm-hmm. basically me starting over, me having to deal with the depression, me having to deal with Bruno and, and all the stuff that comes with it, with her house and my making sure my brothers were fine. So it was a, it was a lot of things that I had to deal with. And then it was like I was just on this this track of having my business in one way and I had to put all that to the side and kind of revisit it and it was like everything was like lining up the way that it was supposed to before that happened so it was like yeah like the biggest probably I guess you could say rut that I had because I had to then rebuild myself 
um, physically and mentally in order to get all mm-hmm. of the things that I wanted to get done, even though a lot of things, basically, I just had to, like, forget about it at that moment because I wasn't in the right mental state to even try to do any of those things. So it did take me some time to, like, have to, like, build myself up so that I can move forward with the things that I needed to do and I had to do in order to survive and just be, you know, an overall, like, back to, like, recalibrate myself back into society because it was it was a lot at the time. But, you know, like they say, time kills everything. And I was able to, to get over that and, you know, move forward and do what I had to do. Absolutely. Yeah. What about you, Kat? Um, so mine is like pretty similar to yours, but I feel like whenever like I'm in I'm in this situation like like or if I'm in a rut, I always have to make sure that like I just keep moving forward because like during my undergrad years of college I was doing projects on the side. I was, like, a full-time bottle service girl, which my parents didn't, had no idea I was doing. And I was, like, studying <laughs> two majors. <laughs> yeah, no, trust me. Like, on another podcast, we can talk about how my parents are so old-fashioned and I did stuff behind their back. <laughs> but um, I'm going to remind you about that. Yes, no, I will do that on one of my podcasts. But the thing is, is, like, I've been in so many ruts that, like, like, I know this is getting a little bit off topic, but do you, you know the feeling of wanting to go to your parents and tell them all your problems and stuff? Girl, no. I was, no. yes, girls. I was, like, stressing over, like, nine class, nine different classes, like, in one quarter. And then, like, I was having drama at my work, which I couldn't tell my parents about. And then... Like, I was just, like, in a complete rut. And, like, all my friends, they would be, like, damn girl. But, like, their only support was, like, damn girl, you're doing a lot. It wasn't, like, oh, my gosh, girl, do this, do this, do this. It was more, like, that's a lot. I was only getting the support of people just telling me I was doing so much shit. Excuse my language. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> no, but sometimes, you know what I learned from that experience? I was maybe, I was 21. Like, moving on to my graduation year, I had to be my own cheerleader I had to tell myself like you know what Kat everything's gonna be all okay and honestly (laughs) like the funny thing is is like I didn't even like realize like I used to see people say like you gotta be your own cheerleader blah 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 I've been hearing that stuff like since I was like in middle school and I was like oh my gosh you must be really lame have your own cheerleader if you have to be like your own cheerleader like <laughs> where are you from you know like in the past you're so tired of thinking that like you need people in your life you need status you need a million friends cheering on but at that time I was my own cheerleader and so like what when I was like in that rut I had to really push myself and my advice for like any woman that's listening to this whether you're, like, a loner, which is not bad because sometimes I'm a loner, or, like, you don't have a support system, you really have to be your own person to, like, pull yourself out of a situation, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's my little, like, piece of opinion and advice, yeah. Well, I that's definitely really want to share. And I was on earlier. I'm so sorry. I, I was talking, and then I realized I don't think you all heard me talking, so... I hear me by mistake, so I apologize. Um, when no, when okay, I think about okay. doing it, I don't know, because I wanted to talk, but I was like, why did you ever hear me? You're like, oh, my gosh, guys, y'all don't hear me like, talking. Oh, what the hell? No, it's okay. Like, let, me, let, let me on. Did y'all mute me? I know. So, um, but, yeah, in reference to what C was saying, I just wanted to say really proactive, proactive in community, because I remember when my father passed away um, about almost two years ago, it was December, it was after Christmas Eve 2018, and I was really just going through it. And, you know, sometimes you have to prolong your rent because you got to be strong, you got to be there for everybody else, you know, stuff still got to get done. So you don't really have time to really properly, like, think about it, properly grieve, et cetera, et cetera. And I knew that I needed some time because I like to stay sharp and on the go, but 
but mentally I knew that, hey, you got to process this, you got to think about it. So I became proactive because I wanted to talk to someone that had been through what I had been through that could kind of relate. So I went to Google.com and I went to Meetup.com and I ended up finding yes. So you can feel me, right? So I went to um, uh-huh. Google. I went. I went to Google and found out about grief groups, and then I found two groups on Meetup.com. One was only once a month on a Tuesday, and I signed up for it. But it and this is in Atlanta, so two Tuesdays in a row, like two months in a row on Tuesday, when they had the event, I actually was out of town and didn't come back to Wednesday, so I didn't get to go. And the other grief group was at a church that wasn't too far from where I was, and um, it actually had been a program implemented for like five years. And I called, I signed up online, and the lady called me over it. And she might have been like an 80-something-year-old lady, right? And I'm only mentioning that because she started the group because her husband had died. And even after she kind of got over it, she continued the group all these years, and she said, honey what is wrong? Like, what is on your heart? And I just bust out crying. I didn't even know where it came from. I, I didn't even know her. But yeah, have you ever felt like there's a safe place? You know what I'm saying? Like, her her mm. spirit, her heart was just there. She said, you know, what, what's going on with you? And I just said, <laughs> I was like, oh, I was a mess. But let me tell you something. After I got myself together, she told me her story, and she told me about the group, and she said, now, we only have one more session for this semester, and then it doesn't start back over until March. I think this is like November. She said, but we're having a, like a holiday celebration. I'd love for you to come. And I said, all right, I will. And I actually went like four weeks later to the event, and let me tell you something. It was over 100 people there. It was like the holiday class getting together, and it was so many people there talking and sharing stories, and I didn't even know those people but guess what? It was nothing but love and hugs. So sometimes when we're in a rut, it takes complete strangers, people who you don't even know, that have common commonality to help you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Thank you for letting me share. Aww. No problem. We were waiting on you. I was talking. I was like, y'all <laughs> muted me out. Honestly, like, <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. listen. No, like, honestly, like, don't get me wrong, like, it was totally fine without you, but at the same time, I'm like, where's Tawanda's energy at? We're like, we're missing someone. So, then my question, like, just addressing the whole beating the rut thing is, you know, questions to ask yourself, like, when you feel like your energy is low or mo- or you're not motivated, like, have you guys been doing self-care? Like, do you guys focus on doing self-care? Self-care is eating right, getting enough sleep, um, making sure that you don't have too much on your plate. Um, self-care is so mm-hmm. important because that can totally send you into a rut because you just don't have the energy to keep going. So do you guys make sure that you self-care? And if you do, like, what what is your self-care um, ritual? Of Kalanda, course. go first like, since you didn't get to talk, like, this whole time. <laughs> Um, so, um, anyways, first of all, like, I'll give you something for sure. I'm going to be talking about self-care on Tuesday. So I am a 110% believer of self-care. And so honestly, like at the end of the day, like the tendency for all of us individuals, we don't realize that we're putting ourselves like in a rut at times. We're like working so Mm -hmm. hard and all we do is like, oh my gosh, let's just go to sleep and everything is okay. But the thing is, is like in order for you to give to others, you need to be able to give to yourself. And so mm-hmm. I believe in self-care 110%. And for me, like if I'm not even at a good state of mind, I try and push myself to help other people, but I know I'm not in a good state of mind because like I'm not taking care of myself. And so like for me, like if I don't have like my gym, I'm not eating clean or like anything, I'm not I'm not setting my intentions like in the morning because that's what I tend to do. Like I set intentions in the morning. I actually wake up 
in the morning. I wake up and I don't even look at my phone. I start like doing stuff for myself. Like I'll stretch, I'll go on a run or I'll meditate and also like thank God and the universe for like all of my positive things like in my life. And so I definitely think that taking care of yourself and doing any sort of self-care is the first thing you should do because whoever you are, you that's how you reflect yourself. And so like if you're if you don't take care of yourself and you're not a happy person, you're just going to be bringing negativity in in the world versus like if you're happy, you take care of yourself and this also gives you a reason why like I want everyone to be taken care of and so yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer of self-care. Awesome. What about you, Corinne? Yeah, um, I've, I've tried. I know sometimes as of, like, maybe within, the, like, the last few years, I probably haven't did as much self-care as I have in the past. But, yeah, I always try to do, like, de-stressors. Like, if I feel like I may be um, doing too much, I might want to, like, you know, take a couple of hours and, like, watch TV or, um, like, take a bubble bath or something that where I don't have to like think so much and like give my brain a little of a a bit of a break because there's a lot of times where I literally will work until I can't think straight anymore and I'm like okay it's time to bed go to bed because I can't even think straight anymore so I do try to take Mm -hmm. some time out where like I I do things like Kat mentioned like you know maybe exercise or you know take a walk and just to try to let go whatever I'm thinking of Good point. Tawanda, is she still on mute? Yes. Well, I probably do a little too much self care. <laughs> if if there's such a thing as too much, because I um, in order for me is to function, like, I have is to. I'm only supposed to take a week and took two months instead. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I know. <laughs> so it's like I. I because I'm because I'm doing stuff all the time, I like to make sure that I have a lot of time for myself. Nobody's gonna pamper and spoil me and relax me like me. Like for example, today I'm traveling, so I checked into the hotel, and I was here a couple of weeks ago. So the lady remembered me, and we have the same name. So she was like, "Oh, I'm upbringing you. I'm not even like a platinum member here or anything like that." When I got to my room, I was like, "Oh, this is presidential." I don't even want to go. Yeah. I don't even want to leave out the hotel now. So yeah, I like to take the bubble bath and relax. Um, if it wasn't social distancing, I'll be wanting to get a spa, my toes done. I just like to definitely take time to take care of myself, to to um, rejuvenate, to relax, and anything because it's really needed. Because sometimes, like you guys said, when we're going and going and going and going and going, we can just go too much. So absolutely, um. If we don't take care of us first, who else is? So absolute self-care right. is extremely important. And actually, I used to not do that. So now when I decided, hey, I got to get it together, I started doing it, and I'm going to make sure I continue it. Great. Okay, so um, another suggestion, like um, when it when it feels like you're in a rut, sometimes um, it might it might be like a um, like when your energy is super low when you're doing something. Um, your your brain just literally needs for you to do something else. So, for example, um, maybe you need a change of environment. Maybe you've been working so hard towards this goal that your brain just can't take any more of it and it needs a vacation. So when that happens, when your brain gets stuck in that rut, sometimes the most helpful thing to do is to do the exact opposite of what you're doing. If you're working, stop. Take a vacation. Move locations. Maybe take a run around the park. Um, do something new. Um, let's see, if you're sitting, stand. If you're walking, run. Whatever it is that you're doing, do the opposite of what you're doing. If you're working someplace quiet, leave. Go somewhere where there's a lot of interaction, a lot of noise, a lot of um, um, back and forth and color and, and sound. Sometimes your brain needs a change of environment to get that creativity level back. So can you guys think of a time when um, you're, you were just stuck in a rut where maybe changing your environment or doing something different might have helped? And give some examples of that. 
Well, this this is the some of a bit of a rut. Um, so what I decided was maybe not even two weeks ago, I decided I wanted to rearrange my whole house. Because um, like you mentioned, the whole change of environment. So I'm not looking to move. Um, so what I did was I basically changed every room in my house. I'm still in the middle of trying to do that. So it was kind of crazy here. But when I'm done, I'm sure it's going to be rewarding. But, yeah, that's what I had decided to do um, as of recently, just to switch up things and try to bring, I guess, a new light into, you know, my situation. Nice. Kat? Is she on mute? Um, well, well, she kind of muted out. Oh, I'm sorry, Kat, go ahead. Okay, Kawanda, go ahead. No, I was going to say she's still alive, but I, I think she, she said she had bad signal. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, yeah, I was just going to say that um, what I've done is really just change the scenery. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm stuck, like working from home, sometimes you just get tired mm-hmm. of being in the same space and place. And you're like, oh, I'm so sick of this. So I might have to just change the scenery, go and visit somewhere, play for a couple of days, to mm-hmm. do something different to just kind of get back to the mojo. Just changing the video, changing the scenery. Right, right. Um, next point is if you're feeling unproductive, um, do you take the moment to sort of stop and look over what you have done, take a look at what worked, what worked well, what isn't working, and um, take that moment also to be open to outside input, like take it to somebody that you trust that you know will give you some honest, uh, positive uh, criticism so that, you know, sometimes when you're working on something yourself, you're sort of, um, you have blind spots. Like you can't see what you could be doing better, whereas somebody outside of the situation can see exactly where you're stuck and how you could change it. Have you guys had moments like that where you needed to take your, your, your issue or your goal or whatever it was you're working on to someone else and someone else was able to sort of help you become unstuck? This is Tawanda, and I would say definitely. That's why it's extremely important for me um, is to have accountability partners or workout partners. Even if you're in different businesses, just me saying, hey, Corinne, um, this is what I'm working on this week or this month. Hold me accountable. I'm going to make two calls a day. I'm going to go do here and do this and this. What are your goals for this week or today? And then just checking in and saying, hey, did you do what you said you were going to do? And she's going to say, mm-hmm. I sure did, did you? Um, that's extremely helpful to me because when you have accountability or an accountability partner, it's someone that you're mm-hmm. giving permission to check you and see if you've done what you said you are going to do. And one thing, if I tell Corinne I'm going to make five calls for the next three days and she's calling me Monday at 5 o'clock, she wants to know how many calls have I made. And guess what? I, I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie to her. And I'm not going to let her call me at 5 o'clock and I haven't called not one person. I may say, I've called three. When I answer the phone, I'm going to say, hey, I've called three. I've got to call two more because that's accountability. Mm-hmm. So that helps keep me on task and balance. Hey, so sorry. Like, I was having bad connections. I'm walking in and out of, like, my old roommate's house, but – no, like, first of all, I agree with Tawanda 110% because I think you and I have had this conversation about, like, fitness and the stuff and having, like, the right people in your life to help you accountable, which I agree completely. And so, no, like, sometimes, like, even, like, when you're in a rut, you just need a support system that's not going to judge you. Like, for me personally, like, even though, like, I've been, I've been, like, a trainer and a fitness coach for almost, like, 12 years. I need my own support sometimes because, like, I have my moments where, like, I'm eating bad or, like, I'm emotional eating and all of that. But, like, sometimes, like, when you're going through a rut and stuff, it really helps when you have people there for you that aren't going to judge you. Because, like, I've even learned from, like, my own circle of friends. Don't get me wrong. Like, when I'm PMSing and stuff, I can be judgmental. But at the end of the day, like, it helps when you have those people there for you. 
and to like support you in any form you're like feeling or how you look. And so um, I really take it in account, like the people that are like willing to be there for you and yeah. Good. What about you, Corinne? Um, yeah, no, I definitely agree. I have in the past had um, friends that we uh, use each other to basically hold each other accountable for whatever goal that we were trying to reach. Um, also, another thing that I do is if I'm trying to reach a goal and the way that I'm doing may either haven't plateaued, meaning didn't exceed where I set it out to be, or I'm looking for it to um, go to a different, let's say, a different, the next level, um, and I haven't reached that, another, that next level, what I'll do is I'll start reading to see what other people are doing, because maybe I'm doing it in a way that was once worked, but no longer works. So I'll read to see, okay, is there a new way to do this? Is there a different way to do this? And, um, and you know, reading, I might see, okay, well, this person is doing it that way, so let me try it this way because they're being successful in whatever they're doing. Okay. Um, the next point is if you're feeling blocked, you remember that sometimes... Hello? Okay. It's necessary to remember that pain is necessary and to keep on pushing, not to give up. Um, just in my life, some of the biggest motivators for me have been moments where um, where I was experiencing either tragedy or something painful, and that actually motivated me to change my situation or my environment or my circumstances. And so sometimes, like, I have to remind myself, you know, when I'm being blocked by something or I'm, I'm experiencing something that's painful, I have to remind myself, like, pain is a sculptor. You have to keep pushing through it because it changes you into somebody better. You know that old saying, if it doesn't kill me, it makes well, me stronger. stronger. Oh, yeah. So if you guys, have you guys had moments like that where pain was something that it was, it was, it was, you know, it didn't feel good going through it, but it changed you into a stronger person? And then what was, you know, what was it like for you doing that? Ooh, glory. Mm. Let me share. This is Tawanda, and honestly, like, this is how I know how I know how I've seen myself grow over the years in my faith because I've been through so many different things and situations, and at the end of the day, I'm always in prayer, which I'm already, already, always in prayer day and night. However, I remind myself that I know that I know who God is and that I have mustard seed faith and I'm like, Lord, I'm going through it. It's hard. I don't know what's going to happen, but I trust you, Lord. And 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 that's what has helped me. And so many times, and and really, I've had to, I, and I've had to learn because a lot of times, like with me, like in prayer over the years, I've had situations that people always say, "Oh, give it to God. You got to trust the Lord." I give it to God, and like five minutes later, I'm taking it back, taking it back, taking it back. So, um. As I've grown in my faith, I've learned to pray. I've learned to trust in the Lord. And I've said, all right, Lord, I know you you got it. I ain't going to take it back. Help me, help me, help me, help me, help me. And that's really um, what has enabled me to, to press on in bad situations. And re- like I said, regardless of what the outcome is going to be, one thing that I do know is I won't be alone. Mm-hmm. Right. Cat, you want to go? Um, we actually lost Cat. Oh, okay. Um, but this, go this ahead, is correct. Um, yeah, there's yeah, there's been times where yeah, I had something traumatic happen, and you know, I was had to take a couple steps back and just like really like want to say like put your trust in in God and just try to you know take a moment and just like get yourself right before you move on. Um, because, mm-hmm. you know, if you're mentally not right, then it's going to be harder for you to try to get whatever task that you're trying to get done done. It's going to be almost impossible for you to think straight if you are, you know, dealing with something. And it's going to be um, 
not easier for you to fail, but it's going to be more difficult for you to succeed. And you just need to really, like, you know, get yourself right mentally and just do what you have to do mentally in order to move forward. And then, you know, once you're right mentally, then you'll be able to, you know, get everything that you need to do accomplished. But you just have to make sure that you're physically, you're right, mentally you're right. And, you know, they both play hand in hand a lot of times. Right, right. Um, Okay, so the last one is just talking about um, pointers for when your passion or your fire has uh, sort of died down. Um, So, again, what I I like to do is I like to listen to motivational speakers. I speak to um, – or I listen to uh, Tony Robbins, Bob Proctor. There's this other guy named Les somebody or other. Um, But I put those on. I go on um, YouTube. They have, like, motivational compilations. And when I'm feeling like, man, my fire, I don't know if I feel like doing this, I just turn that on. And by the time it's over, I am like a lion. I'm ready. So I like listening to those because they can help rev up your passion again. Um, Another thing that is really important is when you are working towards your goal, you need to daydream. Like, you need to fantasize about what it will be like when you get what you have been wanting to get, when you get to that goal that you've been trying so hard to get there, when you finally succeed in um, completing your dream. Like, daydreaming is so important um, because it helps, like, rev up that fire. Another thing that we've also mentioned several times, um, especially to Wanda and Kat tonight, is spending time with like-minded people. Like, don't hang out with people that are just going to sort of, you know, put water on your fire. Like, don't do that. Don't hang out with haters. Like, if you have a dream, the last thing you want to do is go and tell your dream to people who are going to be like, hmm, that sounds like you're not going to, that's too much work. It doesn't sound like you can do it. I don't think you should do it. No, get away from those people. Run away from those people. Get around people who have the same fire, who have the same passion, because their passion will light your passion. So have you guys had moments like that where, you know, in order to get your passion back, either like what did you do to get it back? Did you listen to motivational speakers? Did you daydream? Did you spend time with like-minded people like what did you do to get your your passion back this is and all of the above absolutely all of the above you know and i want to say thank you to you 2k for telling me about the science of being rich because i finally listened to all of it today as i was striving for a while I listened to part of it the other day, and that and that's something I'm going to add to my library. Thank you. Um, but all of mm-hmm. that, um, feeding my mind daily with something, absolutely. That's one of the benefits of what I learned a long time ago, being in network marketing, is personal development and how important it is. And then the second thing, um, having positive people that are around me, all things positive, all good vibes, because at the end of the day, I always think about taking over the world, and I want people to say, hey, let's take it over together. Not, oh, girl, you can't do mm-hmm. that. I'm going to run. So absolutely, mm-hmm. everything you said, I did a 1,000%. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What and about you, Karen? Yeah, I, I, I was going to say the same thing. Like, everything that you mentioned I have done and I'm doing, I only listened to some of the bits, to some of the um, the uh, motivation um piece that you sent us, I'm planning on listening to the whole thing when I can, like, really, really listen to it. Um, But, yeah, I like listening to stuff like that, you know, The Secret, and I find it to really help because it's, like, the things that they say in a lot of those um, types of programming is very encouraging, Um, like, being around like-minded people gives you, like, a sense of it can be done, it can be accomplished. Another thing that I do is I also meditate um, because it's hard sometimes to, like, just really settle your mind and just trying to, like, you know, get rid of anything that might be negative. So I find meditation does help me a lot as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I wish wish we hadn't lost Kat. I know she would have had some awesome things to say, but... I want to wrap it up and just, you know, continue to encourage each other and the women out there that um, if you are working towards your goal and striving towards your dreams, don't give up. Make sure that you listen to motivational um, people who will motivate you. 
um, daydream and remember to just imagine what it would be like when you succeed and surround yourself with positive uh, um, people and positive networks and keep pushing. Don't give up. So I'm going to hand this back over and have a good evening. Thank you for letting me speak. Thank you, Kay. Mm-hmm. I had fun. Yes. It's always a pleasure to speak with you ladies. Is Tawanda I'm sorry, Tawanda, was you about to say something? someone you know suffer from the anxiety of the fear of success and either you or they have decided to hide yourself living an average life on this episode of clutch we talk about the fear of success clutch on to your fears on this episode of clutch by real girlfriends across america On this episode of Clutch by the Real Girlfriends Across America, powered by Building Rome, we're doing something a little bit different. You'll get to hear our opinions of this week's past shows, and we'll let you know what's in store for next week. So, clutch onto your listening devices, and stay tuned. Congratulations have been pouring in following the birth of Nicki Minaj's first child, and she used this time to share some news. The rapper who revealed in July that she and her husband, Kenneth Petty, were expecting shared photos of the notes she received from a few of her famous friends. While thanking folks like Beyonce and Kim Kardashian West and her husband, Kanye West, on her verified Instagram account, Minaj also shared that she had given birth to a boy. Thank you to Queen B, Kim and Yee. Ricardo, Tishke, Winnie, Carl, and everyone who sent me well wishes during this time. The caption on the photo read, It meant the world to me, and I'm so grateful in love with my son. Madly in love. My favorite little boy in the whole wide world. Congratulations to Nikki and her husband. And back to you. You're listening to Clutch by the Real Girlfriends Across America, powered by Building Rome. The content that you're about to hear are the opinions and views of the show hosts and guests and does not represent the views or opinions of Clutch by RGAA or its affiliates and sponsors. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use any information given as medical advice to treat any medical conditions in either yourself or others. Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. Our podcast is intended for entertainment purposes only.